gentlemen, we have reached a day. People are calling historic. Um, I call it sad. Uh, some families may get lucky today to see some loved ones after almost seven weeks. For some families, the horror may come to an end. Welcome back to the Rent Network. I'm David Solomon. He is Stuart Brisgell. We're diving every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday into very raw, and this is what it's been for the last seven weeks, and unfiltered issues. And we've been focusing on the news in the Middle East because that has absolutely dominated wholeheartedly the entirety of the news cycle. Normally, we do talk about other things, pop culture, politics, and so much more. We'll get back there when and if this bloody thing kind of cools down because it ain't going away. We always deal and dissect with today with absurdities in life. And boy, oh boy, are we talking about deep-seated issues. We've gone from racism, which has really popped up really harshly in the last number of weeks, to stupidity that comes out of the mouths of babes. What I mean by babes, I mean media politicians, actors, and the like. And today is one of those examples. So sit back as we dive in today. Stuart, you know, the Hamas is being painted as this altruistic organization all of a sudden by some of the most vile media folks who need to paint Israel as the aggressor. Let me remind everybody, we've been saying this every single, practically every single issue. On October the 7th, the Hamas and their Palestinian barbarians crossed illegally into Israel, murdered over 1,200 people in the most barbaric, horrific ways that many in the world are denying ever happened, that it was Israeli propaganda. But at the same time, what cannot be denied is over 240 individuals were taken hostage by these same barbarians. And the deniers today are going to have to ask, Stuart, I'm going to have to ask myself today, what are these deniers going to deny today that there is some sort of agreement? And I leave it with some sort because doing the deal with the devil doesn't mean it's going to happen properly. And I mean that Hamas, not Israel. So you haters can say what you want. But 50, 50 women and children may go home over the next four days. But this exchange, Stuart, is yuck. And that's the nice way I could put it. So, Stuart, what's your thought process on this? Well, you know, let's let's first say that let's hope that there are 50 families that are reunited with their women and children that were abducted, kidnapped. Okay. When someone breaks in your house and steals your possessions, you are victim, right? When your women and children are raped, you are torn. You know, however, it is seemed to have been forgotten from the media that it has already been told, reported from those that were there, present and accounted for, that women and children were raped, murdered in front of everyone's loved ones. So this isn't fiction. This isn't Hollywood. In fact, where is Hollywood? You know, the dramatization and victimization of the Palestinian cause by a group known as Hamas is something that's been rattling around for decades. Is there any benefit on releasing 150, as you so put it clearly, convicted felons? Oh, hang on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. These are women and children, Stuart. 
Okay. If a child throws a knife, a gun, a bullet, a Molotov cocktail, attacks. Stuart, Stuart, how old are these children? Again, what's the definition of a child? Under 18, Stuart. 18. Correct. So what child is a 16, Uh, a 17-year-old? Trying to get there, David. Trying to get there. So let me ask you a question. If your grandmother, Bubby, you know, Safta, whatever, decided to get knifed by a woman, she's convicted, put into jail. This is the type of people that are being removed and will be martyred as a result. They will be praised. They will have a victory over everyone on their 150-person release of people that will go likely to do the same thing all over again. And get money for it. And get paid by the Hamas government who gets money from the Ayatollah Khomeini, which also, by the way... No, Stuart, the money is not from the Khomeini family, from from Iran being paid to the terrorist families, my friend. No. It comes from your dollars. It comes from Canadian tax dollars. It comes from the European Union's tax dollars. It's money that... In addition to, in addition to. Okay. I'm not going to take this broadcast to try and sully, you know, the, 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 the good faith aid that our governments think they're doing. I'm trying to focus <laughs> on the worldwide terror organization. So we're releasing these 150 terrorists for 50 souls that had no part of any military operation whatsoever. To what end? What do you think is going to happen in four or five days? We already know that Hamas people were trying to go north, that were stopped. The massive network tunnel, which, by the way, this is what our governments, American, Canadian, European, were providing you know, money and resources so they can build schools with this concrete, build homes with this concrete. But instead, they built tunnels. To what purpose? Not like Montreal, New York. Chicago, an underground system so that they may travel freely and safely and out of the desert sun. No. So that they may cause carnage, death, and destruction and hide like cowards they are. You know, someone that I know lives in Israel said to me, we need to start pumping cement into these tunnels to incarcerate and in cave, everyone subterranean. Because anyone who's still subterranean would likely be a member of Hamas. Because it's the only place they have to hide. We're giving them four days to come out and get a breath of fresh air, take food that was destined for those that are truly displaced. And by the way, these people that are displaced don't have to be. Egypt can open their borders like Canada does, like United States does, like France did, England did, Germany did, 
every country on the planet, but Egypt refuses. Jordan refuses. Why? These are likely descendants of citizens of Jordan and Egypt, some also of Syria. But their return home is denied. But wait a second. The Israeli government's giving 150 people that are known convicted terrorists in a democratic society. Wait a minute. Stuart, I, I mean, like, like, David, you're not even asking me this question. What do you mean they're convicted by a democratic society? It's Israel. It's a colonial power. All of these talking points are the most absurd that I've ever heard in my life. And, you know, the only way America or Canada will ever understand this is by another September 11th. They haven't learned their lessons. Planes into towers, into parts of Pentagon. Americans haven't learned their lesson. Religious fanatics from the faith that stems from the Ayatollah Khomeini are the cause. And what's going on in Israel is your backyard. If you watch the Macy's Day Parade, you'll see. A moment of levity in the world. I remember my mother watching the Macy's Day Parade. Every mother in, that I've ever known loved watching the Macy's Day Parade. As a kid, maybe less so today with digital age, but to decrease and to face the Macy's Day Parade is absurd. These are people that cannot negotiate in good faith. I am hopeful that these 50 souls will be reunited. But knowing there's another almost 200 that are missing. And by the way, it's already known that Hamas contracted out this whole thing. So it's not even we're dealing with Hamas. We're dealing with factions that may be more fanatical, they're not, and they're not allowing the Red Cross, the Red Crescent, to see these people. Do you know why, David? Why, David, sure. are, is no one allowed to view and verify? You tell me, Stuart. Go ahead, Stuart. And, Give me your theory. David, listen. Number one, the Hamas media agency says they are our guests. Any one of you that thinks they're guests, I want you to volunteer to be Hamas's guest. Just like the 240 have been. They don't know if they're alive of the 240. They're giving back 50. We have no idea. And I don't think we're going to know. Because, you know, no matter what happens, they are going to blame you, the world, for anyone's death. It's all your fault. You're the large Satan in this equation. You are the large Satan. Not Israel. Israel's little Satan. It's the first domino they have to get rid of before they continue their plan.
David, I'm just running on, and you're just you know, Stuart, I, I you've touched on a lot of points there, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump on a few. I'm gonna start. Let me just start from the end of what you just said. What we found out not that long ago was actually horrific. From based on the interviews, <laughs> the that of the captured terrorists that Israel, you know, caught. You're right. This isn't only Hamas; it's Islamic Jihad. It's other factions. They have kidnapped. There's no idea where they are. Some were sold, believe it or not, were sold. Women were sold as sex toys. Sorry to be so blunt, but that's what they were sold for because that's all that women are useful for in, 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 this, in this area, especially as Jewish women. When this is over and they finally recount their stories, it's going to be as horrific in my mind as the stories of the people who came out of the Holocaust. May not be the length of time that they all endured, but unfortunately, it's going to be horrific. Stuart, you, you know the the world is incredibly hypocritic, uh, and, and I'm and I'm so upset for the 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 depths of depravity. When we stood on Monday. We were approximately 50 people standing in front of the UNICEF offices here in Montreal. On all we chanted was bring them home. We wondered where UNICEF was. We talked about this on Monday, World Children's Day. We talked about that on Wednesday. UNICEF is quiet. I emailed the president of Red Cross Canada asking him where's the Red Cross. And he says, oh, we've been, we, we've been denouncing this since day one. He didn't say we've been demanding to see the hostages, Stuart. Nope. He says, we've been denouncing this. So there is, you know, the, the fake attitude of we're here to help. Please. Well, that's like to serve and protect on the side of a police car. They've kind of gotten rid of those words now, haven't they? So the, the incredible thing about this entire thing is that there are approximately 200 some families, not just Israelis, but from other countries around the world, countries. Canadians, Americans and the like are waiting to have any information about loved ones that they haven't had in almost seven weeks. And the world stays quiet. You know, there was an interview on Sky News, Stuart, where they asked an Israeli uh, spokesperson, this exchange of 150 Palestinian prisoners for the, 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 the ones captured by Hamas, does Israel not value Palestinian lives? Is that the ratio is so low? And the spokesperson visibly was appalled by the question. Like, listen to the question. We're going to trade three, you call them convicted criminals, for one innocent person, but Israel doesn't see the value of a Palestinian life. This is what the world has done. This is how October 7th has been completely forgotten. This is what the world wants to remember, that Israel deserved it. I mean, I don't get it. What is amazing is how the world continues this double standard, that universities continue to get extraordinary funding from these Arab sheiks and whatever to send their spoiled kids to their universities. And can screw up and, and, and pontificate whatever they want without accountability. 
and deny that these hostages either exist or you ask where where Hollywood was, Stuart. If you didn't hear Susan Sarandon stood up with Palestinian protesters and said, now Jews know what Muslims feel like in, in America. Like this is the mindset of the people today. They're a minority, but they're a very vocal minority that they don't care if 240 people perish tomorrow. They don't because they're Jews. And that's the only thing that matters. Queen's University this week um, had a surprise uh, event. A student union called it because they wanted to get students' opinions on the, you know, the, the question about what's going on in the war. And Jewish students were, were found out very late. It was almost contrived, this whole damn thing. And the, the pro-Palestinian, the pro-Hamas side, Stuart, do you want to know what they said? That the Jews are white supremacists and illiterate. That's the statement that they use. This is what they use to, 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 to put us down. And my son who was there was just flabbergasted. First of all, like, what do you mean white supremacists? And you and I have talked about this. His Two of his best friends are Ethiopian Jews, so they're as black as they can get. But the second thing was, you call this illiterate and we're in one of the most prestigious universities in Canada. Just trying to understand that this is what they have done. By using these statements, by continuing to insult and degrade anybody who supports Israel, you devalued the value of these hostages. You devalued October 7th. And I'm not talking about monetary value, Stuart, and I know you want to wrap this up, but you went off on, on, on forever. But the, 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 the sad part is that these 50 families... May, their journey of hell may only be beginning today. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, Stuart, but there, are, there is a child in captivity that when released will find out that his parents are dead. Yep. We know there are others who are going to come back and find out that their family was eradicated. We know that they're going to come back needing not only physical care, but psychological care. It, that is unimaginable. Unimaginable. And you said something about the terror tunnel, Stuart? Yeah, Al-Shifa Hospital that every that many denied was one of those bases. Israel blew up the tunnels yesterday. They just completely destroyed their tunnel system yesterday. And you know what? This is what's got to happen. But you know, Stuart, I'm going to wrap it up with this. Bring them home. Bring back our kids. Bring back our parents. Bring back our grandparents. Bring back the children. Bring them home home. This is all we've been chanting since October the 7th. And if you think we don't care for Palestinian lives, absolutely. But folks, don't be wrong. And with this, I'm going to end. The Palestinian humanitarian aid isn't going to go to the Palestinians. Hamas is going to steal the majority of it. The cameras will focus on the token exchanges to make it look good for the cameras. But the reality is Hamas is going to take the majority of that aid and to try to rearm and feed its own terrorists and whatever. Folks, this is far from over. Stuart, last word to you. You know, David, you know, we keep talking about this tragedy. And, and as we wrap up 20 minutes today, and it's hard to contain this for 20 minutes, is that the only way this will end is a total eradication of Hamas and Hezbollah. Because you know what? The rockets and, and carnage is still going on in the other part of the country. Everyone seems to think that this problem is going to end. It's not. 
I'm sorry. David, wrap it. So, Stuart, unfortunately, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in again to The Rant Network. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon Eastern. As you can see, this is unedited. It's unfiltered. We just go. All right? No re-edits, no tweaks, no cleanups, no nothing. So please send us your comments and your feedbacks. Facebook, YouTube. Come visit us on YouTube. Check out the website. But please, please go back. Check out past recordings. Put in your comments. We hope you found real insight into today's dialogue and all of our future dialogues. We'll be back here again on Monday at noon Eastern. Wishing Americans who are still on Thanksgiving holiday, enjoy yourselves. We will definitely, definitely look forward to seeing you on Monday. Have yourselves a good weekend.